Welcome to the Ty and Rye, the Finance Guys podcast, covering weekly investment news, important financial topics, and expert interviews. We want to help you become more knowledgeable about the financial world around you. This is not an offer to sell you anything, and remember, past performance doesn't indicate future results. Now your hosts, Ty Hansen and Ryan Robertson. Happy New Year, Tyler. Hey, Ryan. How are you? I am just great. You know how I am. You you recovering well enough? Uh, as best as I can. Good. You know how good, that good. goes. All of our listeners wanted to wish you well. Did they really? Be- because because they knew that you were suffering and in pain. Yeah. Funny thing is, I wasn't in suffering and pain till last night. I was just telling you that. It took oh. a, it took a week. Well, I I but they but but they didn't know that. That's, that's no. I'm just saying. saying the listeners don't know that. So. Even even after coming out of it, I was fine until last night. I was like, okay, guess the pain yeah. was holding back until now. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine now. Or or the drugs finally left your system. Yeah. Oh, they did. They 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 put some serious stuff in my. It's my I had knee surgery, but anyway, but they put some serious stuff in there. I couldn't feel my leg for five days. Dude, that's crazy. It was so it crazy. Was awesome. That. It was awesome. That is pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad it went well. Glad you're uh, back at it mm-hmm. and, and in the swing of things. And I even just saw you a second ago before we started recording, get up and walk around a little bit. So that's good. It's very good. Yeah. I'll be at pickleball in like 10 it. months. I love it, man. Yeah. Come up. We'll play Come up. We'll play some pickleball up here. That, or I'll come down to St. George. That we'll sounds great. Down there. Let's do it. I love pickleball. Yeah. So. Well, we, we got a whole new year to start on. And actually. We do. Today is... All we're going to do is review last year. The awesome year of 2021. 2021. The little year that could. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like 2021. I don't know. That's fine. Uh, I know. Seriously. I I, I mean, mean, you did have knee surgery, so there is that. But, I mean, 2020 uh, was way worse. Oh, I totally agree. I love 2021. I thought it was great. Yeah. So we're going to review Sierra, that. Sierra finished, oh. Sierra finished law school yeah. and, and started her own practice, and she's going to be the sugar mama now. So I'm 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 ecstatic, dude. I, I, I couldn't be happier. Yeah. Prosper's doing great. We got our podcast up and running. Hell yeah, 2021 rocks. See? For all of you that are looking right. down on it, and I granted, there's probably some people that have a good reason for to look down on it. But if you're just complaining to complain, we're going to tell you all the reasons you shouldn't be complaining. It, in the words of Danny Elfman, who is quit complaining, brother. No one lives forever. It's Danny Elfman, you don't know who Danny Elfman is, uh, and you, the musician. He's the lead singer for Ungo Boingo. He's the singing yeah. voice of Jack Skellington, and he's done like the Simpsons theme song. He's done tons of music in Hollywood. Oh, sorry, Ungo Boingo. Oingo anyway, Boingo. Sorry, I know Ungo Boingo, but I never, love Ungo Boingo. Never got They're, into Ungo Boingo. Really, really good band. Really, really good band. So, dead man. It's a dead man's party. It's a dead man's party. Who could ask for more? Everybody's come and leave your body at the door. Wow, you actually are holding the tune. Can you sing? And so, a little bit. Sounds like they it. try to get me to. They try to get me to sing with the church choir, and I tell them no. <laughs> All right. 2021 financial highlights let's get to it <laughs> let's get to it and we may have ty sing sing us out of this today too so stay tuned out of this. <laughs> amazing grace there you go yeah. no that's good no we're not gonna do amazing grace okay um you know what hey let's do this 
let's start with the biggest eh, stories, the biggest highlights. Uh, you know what? Let's start with what were the best parts of the market, 2021. The best parts of the market. So, okay. Um, and, and I've, I've asked this a few times on the podcast, but I, I keep asking people this question. I'm like, what do you guys think was the best section of the market? Right. We call them market sectors, right? De- depending on who you ask, there's basically, you know, 10, 11, 12 market sectors. I, I, you know, I break it down to about 12 market sectors. Um, and so when, when, you know, when you ask people, everybody's like, oh, well, well, yeah, dude, Ty, it was tech. Definitely tech, right? Tech won, right? Eh, tech was fourth place last year. Eh, that doesn't fourth even place. get them on the podium. No, no, they didn't even medal, man. Come on. If you're in fourth place in the Olympics, do you get the medal? No, no, you do not. I mean, if you get the bronze, nobody cares about you. Hey, but fourth speaking, place? Speaking of which, doesn't, that, doesn't the Winter Olympics start like in a month? Yeah, got the Winter Olympics oh, coming I up. I love that. Dude, Winter Olympics are so fun, dude. That's yeah, so cool. Anyways. Right. So you wouldn't even get a bronze medal if you were technology last year. The big winner was energy. Energy kicked butt, sixty percent plus last year. Yeah, Red Bull, right? Uh, Bang, um, <laughs> uh, Monster. No. Those guys did wrong. Great, wrong energy, wrong energy. Oh. all the uh, gotcha. all the bros that have, wear flat brims. Yeah, yeah, all the bros. That's who won. <laughs> no. Not that. That did not win. No. Not those bros. Like Exxon, Chevron. Oh. Like that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, the, guy, that's what the won. guy's ruining that's, our planet. That's gotcha. Gotcha. Yes. Yes. Not a very <laughs> um, eco friendly win for the market. The, the craziest, yeah, like I said, it was over 60% last year. And then the other thing, too, is already year to date, 2020, 2022, Energy's having a great little run. So, I, and I think it's going to continue because um, we're going to talk about it in just a minute, but inflation, right? It's a big deal. And, and it's interesting what happens with, with inflation and, and what it does with energy. So, um, so, yeah, that was the big deal. I mean, really, it was funny because the, 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 the sentiment coming into 2021 was inflation, you know, this, this, this post-COVID high is going to end, doom and gloom. Most people were hopeful that we'd be between 5 and 10%. A return on the year dude the market ended up over 25 percent last year right that's why i say the, the, the little investing year that could right and it was kind of like had some fun little sharp spikes and drops and it was it was i would say it was a more volatile year but i have my own theories about that as far as you know that there's more and uh, we, we're seeing an increase in volatility because of the access to trading yeah. that more and more people have. Is this a conspiracy and theory so you, or like a, a real theory? No, I think it's a real theory. I, I mean, it's not conspiracy. I, I mean, in fact, I've got market data on it. If if I ever, you know, study and do a PhD, I'd probably write my PhD thesis on but this. But why should someone trust you, Ty, that it's not conspiracy? Are you an expert in this field? Uh, you, you don't have to trust. I wouldn't trust me if I were you. Okay. I'm just a bonehead on a podcast, you know what I mean? And any any Joe Schmo can do that. So, but no, it was it was it, again it was it ended up being a, all things considered it was a really strong year. And so so yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. It was uh, you know the the markets did well, um largely largely driven by, you know, energy and and second place was real estate, financials did well, tech was in fourth place, consumer spending was good, materials were good. Um, but really, you know, the, 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 
Uh, and, that, and that's what I'm saying. All those pieces I just talked about were over, or, you know, except for materials. Mat- building materials was just under 30%, but basically everything was 30% plus return last year in those those pieces of the market. So um, with with really, I mean, large cap led the way. Small and mid cap were kind of in that, you know, 20% range return last year. Um, you know, it was interesting too. Here's another little little side note. Um there was there was kind of this battle, and and so go go compare, uh, like a large cap growth ETF and a large cap value, for anybody wanting you know anybody looking for something interesting go go do that for 2021. Just you know look at don't don't do the one year don't do year to date. Just go search the timing last year's data, right? Which I think it started trading January 4th through December 30th. Check the trading data for large cap growth versus large cap value. And what's interesting about it was there's like, you see these like switches throughout the year. Like it was almost like as soon as people kind of stopped freaking out about the inflation in Jan- in February, March-ish, it shifted from this value play to growth, right? So growth all of a sudden hit a huge stride. Then about September when the markets got a little bit more, more volatile, it started to shift back. So, anyways, it just it was it's pretty funny watching this change in market ideology and you know kind of the sentiment in the markets as far as value versus growth. I personally like just looking at the data, looking at the trends, and with with the continued <clears throat> fear of inflation, I think that we're going to see more value play in 2022 than we did um, in 2021. Anyways, that's just that's just my thought. So I, I, uh, that was kind of the, this is a good point to bring up. How about you go in to talk about growth and value? What do we mean when we say growth and value? Yeah. Okay. No, that's a great point. So the, I mean, the very, very basics are yeah, basics. growth. Growth is like, it's taking more risk, right? Stocks that will take like tech, tech stocks are definitely more growth oriented where you're going to have like a higher price to earnings because there's a little bit more speculation around it. Uh, you know, maybe your debt to your debt to liquidity, you know, your liquidity ratios may be different. Your debt to income ratios may be a little more aggressive. And the, the idea is like kind of this new shooting star, like newer technologies coming out, or I just keep going back to tech, but more, more risk, more reward. And, and think about it in terms of, I guess, you know, dividends is one big part of that. A growth company, what do they, what do they want to do with their, their excess capital? They're going to reinvest it. Reinvest it for more growth. Yep. And, Ab- you know. Abs- absolutely. That's why. No, that's a good point. I, I, yeah. You talk about energy, ahead, energy companies, right? They're going to have some that's going to go out into more growth, but they're producing profits off of uh, current infrastructure. So they're going to be paying out dividends at a higher rate. So, yeah. The, I mean, and as we shift over talking about value stock, right? Large cap value, kind of like what you're talking about with the dividends. I, I like that you brought that up. Dividends. You definitely see more dividends being paid out in value type companies versus uh, growth companies because, again, the value's there, right? They've been there. They're steady eddies, the blue chips of the world. You know, they can pay those dividends. You usually you see a lot less debt. Um, you know, priced earnings are a little bit more in line. You know, it really is kind of more of the, like I said, the, the you know the blue chips, the Coca Colas of the world, right? The WalMarts of the world. The things that people they're not fun and sexy, but they're just more of the steady eddies. Right. And they can still have good returns. It's just, you know, I think the, the big difference is large cap growth. People are thinking, oh, I want to hit the cover off the ball and have a really good return. Um, 
you know, versus the growth is a little bit more like, yeah, I'm going to have a good return, but it's going to be kind of boring. So, but, uh, yeah, I mean, again, you know, it was, it was a, it was a good year. And that's why I say it's kind of like, it was the little, you know, the little year that could right, little engine that could last year. Cause everybody was so freaked out coming into the year. And most, most analysts were like, Hey, we're, we'll be lucky if we can get over 10%. And like I said, it ended up over, you know, 20%, 25% plus, like it was a really good year. So, um, and, and I would also say too, kind of the, the, the three main stories, the three main pieces of the year that really kind of had, you know, things in, a, in, a, in just flooding the headlines were crypto, right? Crypto kind of made its, its, its resurgence last year, meme stocks and inflation, right? Those were the key pieces of 2021. Yeah. So, well, I was telling, uh, we were talking earlier about it, but, um, the, crypto meme craze felt like a long time ago uh, actually and it seems like it was the first part of the year we were still kind of in the lockdown stuff there was the winter time people in front of their computer ever you know maybe halfway through the year haven't seen a whole lot you know there's been a little couple stories here and there with crypto and i haven't really seen any meme stocks since then. i think people are just out living life again and they're like <laughs> not fixated on like how am yeah. i gonna hit the lottery with <laughs> i I, with, with, I love that you, I love that you said that. And that's such a good point. I didn't even think about that. Right. And, 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 and you're right. More people were sitting at home, like not working and getting government stimulus thinking, yeah, get, what can I do to make a million dollars? Yeah. Get that stimulus check back to work. shove it into some crypto. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cause I think let's now we're all back to reality. Yeah. Well, we could talk, I mean the, the crypto craze, I mean, it's never going to really go away. Uh, likely but you know the things that came into to kind of the the mainstream was ethereum and dogecoin people kind of heard of bitcoin for a while but those two kind of came in and made a big splash because you got uh, elon musk talking about it and uh, the the price going from literally nothing to like 70 cents which is just 10 percent returns in like yeah, six yeah months. exactly exactly yeah um, you know, what's interesting, you know, what's interesting too is, um, I mean, it, it, when we first were talking about cryptos earlier in the year, as we were seeing the crazy, you know, FOMO rush on cryptos, way crazy volatile swings, things like that. It's like, you know, we definitely took more of a like, well, pump the brakes kind of mentality. I, I actually am starting to fill and, and get more information. I, I think there's, there's going to be a place for cryptos long-term, Right. And and not that I've changed my tune that it that I feel like it's I mean it's still crazy hella speculative right, but but I actually feel more confident today than I did you know eight months ago about it holding its place within the actual market right, maintaining a value within the marketplace just like tech stocks right Te- like tech stocks are there right they're a, they're a market sector it's part of the market right I think we're gonna definitely see cryptos hold their place longer t- now. Which which of the cryptos, if you know, what I mean, like what what ones are actually going to be around, what aren't, you know, the speculation still insanely high, so it's like you know, buyer beware. But yeah, well, yeah. So you, if you you think cryptos of like Bitcoin, crazy. I mean, just look at these swings. If you look at the monthly returns, like the last, I mean, five years, it's four thousand percent. So that's kind of crazy, almost forty two hundred percent returns in five years. Last year is only thirty six, which is still really good, but obviously not amazing. 
Last three months, it's down 21%. Last month, down 11%. Last week, down 7 Last day, it's kind of dropping off the table today. It's down down 5.5% today. Oh, yeah. I know. It's crazy. And, it's, and that's the whole point. It's like, it's like there's no rhyme or reason to knowing when you should. Like, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm almost I'm almost of the mindset now that it's like, look, if you buy it as more of a long-term play and hold, like it can have a place in your portfolio. But if you're trying to time it, good luck. So. See, you, if you watch it, it has these support levels. Like it follows some trajectories on support levels and and resistant levels and things like that. But the problem is, is, is that it it solely has to do with just when people have bought rather than some other sort of event that that signifies why is a support level where it's at. Yeah, I, I get it. It's where people are, where support levels where people are buying, right? They're willing to buy at that level and up, right? But with cryptos, it's like that's there solely just because that's where everybody was at. And you watch it, you watch this happen and it, 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 it goes to those levels a lot. And so it's like people are buying it. Well, I know it's here. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to sell it. And I can imagine that this is, there's a lot more manipulation going on in these crypto worlds than we can probably factor, factor because there's not any regulation on it. Absolutely. Nobody's looking at it. Well, and, and, and not only that too, it's like, look at the valuation swings and price swings when you've got Elon Musk or other, you know, big wigs coming out and saying, oh, we like it, we hate it. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, uh, but, but I mean, think about this too, you know, as, as cryptos and things like that are tied to technology and Ethereum tied to blockchain and, and technology, that, in my opinion, what's, is what's going to, to, you know, kind of weather the storm, right? Is, you know, as, as, it, as it starts to kind of carve its, its place into the market. Yeah, just, so. it's still so murky to me. Like I get the technology side of it, I get the fact that there's something there, but where does the application go from Bitcoin? Because Bitcoin's got a is a one use, one trick pony, right? Ethereum is malleable; it can be used for lots of things. So they both seem to have kind of a track of what they're going to be used for, and Bitcoin's really only use is going to be this one. You know, you've got a ledger and you're exchanging spaces on that ledger. And Ethereum's like, well, we can apply this to practical everyday use. Car car titles, land title. I mean home to yeah, land yeah. The other thing that the other thing is as we're not to get too far down this crypto rabbit hole, because you know, we've got a couple other things to hit before we're done, but it's crazy to think too, the the as we look at like the creation of the metaverse, right? And this whole like you know, like, like ready player one kind of a universe. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and so you start to think about the application in those worlds, right? And, and the, uh, um, NFTs, right? The non-fungible, what is, I can't remember the, I can't remember the damn acronym right now. Non-fungible NFTs. It's like, yeah, it's like people wanting to have, buy these avatars and buy real estate in a non-existing no, world. it's an like, existent world. It's a digital world. Uh, yeah, it, it, you're, no, and that's, no, that's exactly it's the okay. point, right? I guess, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, it is a different, it, it is an existent, but it's like, anyways. So our 40-year-old for, our brains are having a hard time here. Things. 
Yeah, seriously. And all these little 25-year-olds, 20-year-olds are like, get with the time, man. I know. You're so old and You got to get in that... Me- we're all going to be living in the metaverse. metaverse and buy the Taj Mahal so uh, you can well, sell tickets yeah, for people so to virtually buy. take tours. Oh my gosh. I mean, well, we, we, we bought the Oculus for our kids for Christmas and dude, VR is pretty, it's pretty crazy. It's, it's pretty fun. So, stuff. I mean, that's so. kind of what you're dealing with with these things is that it does feel like the application of them can really be expansive, you know? It really can be expansive, and I, and you look at say just how even how Bitcoin works. There can be an application in which it eliminates manipulation of currencies. I can see that, but nobody in their right mind is going to want to use Bitcoin as currency at this point because the valuation fluctuates too much. You just can't predict what that Bitcoin's worth to trade it for something else. So at some point there's got to be some end goal with these things where it transitions into more concrete applications but i don't know how far away that is i don't know when that's going to happen i i don't either but but the one thing that I, again the reason i'm coming back around to it a little bit more is the more i've thought about what we've talked about we, even when we talked to when we went through our little fomo series right in in the podcast and i just think back to all the tech companies that blew up with dot com right which i mean for the most part People lost a crap ton of money, and and that's that's actually again, and we're, we're, I want to jump into meme stocks for just a minute too. A lot of people lose money with with a lot of people lost money with the meme stock craze, right? And a lot of people have lost money with crypto. A lot of people have made money, but it's there, there's this FOMO. So so comparing it to the dot com, it's like yeah, like people get burned. But here's the thing: is is there, it, it did evolve into some real world application of some companies that stuck around and it's a part of our and everyday life you know, now. Amazon, right. The biggest companies in the world. It, it, again. I, so I, so I think there is this, you know, it, even though it was crazy and it was a wild, wild year, you know, I'm definitely coming around to the fact that there's, there's going to be some value in that crypto, you know, longer term. Right. Yeah. And I don't know to, to what degree. I, I don't know. I don't know. So, who knows? We'll Ty, who really knows? We'll, we'll, we'll you don't have, have a seer stone. To, I I don't. I don't have a crystal ball. We'll have to come back to this uh, <laughs> to this podcast in 10 years and revisit it and see what the hell actually happens. See how so. big of an idiots we are? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I do want to take a quick minute, though, talking about kind of the highlights of last year with the meme stocks, right? AMC, GameStop. And, and it's funny because I looked at it and... So in fact, I've got the data right here in front of me. It's like, okay, AMC, it made a thousand, eleven hundred percent return for the year. Yeah. Wow. And and GameStop was seven hundred percent. Still, for the year. Right. That's bonkers. So so eleven times and seven times. But here's the key, though. Here is the key, right? The key with that is that you literally like. We, we, what what really just reminded me of how crazy the meme stock play was is they're so quick and sharp and in and out. Like if you didn't hit those things just right. Yeah, it was massive consequences. Yeah, like, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, I love that there was this idea of like FU Wall Street and hedge fund managers. But the the primary people that got their butts kicked were like the investors jumping in, you know, a week after the fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, that's that was kind of just my quick thought on on the meme stocks from last year. Is it was like, 
again, it's fine. Like you, you think there's value, great, go after it. But playing the game with with a large percentage of your money is there's no difference between that and and freaking going to Vegas and putting all your money on red or you know no black yeah red's fine Black's, or black yeah you black, want yeah. you don't want to choose one of those you don't want to you don't want to choose no why not no, you don't want to put it on black why don't you want to put it on black or red or red. Now listen. Why don't you want to put it on either of those? Because it just doesn't work that way. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, it's funny because I've had maybe in the last three months, I would say, a handful of people who started the year choosing their own stocks. Who then who then came around and said, "Hey, um, can you guys just hand it up for me?" <laughs> right. It's one of those things where it's it, it's always going to happen unless you are a professional and you spend a lot of time in that, right? Whatever is popular in January, probably not going to be popular in December because everybody is is getting on the bandwagon for popular. And you just don't... The hard thing is to not know when to buy it. The hard thing is to know when to sell it, to get out of it. I I agree. And... and, and- getting emotional about it, right? Hold on, I want to read it. I, I saw some really good quotes yesterday. So uh, Charlie Munger is is uh, Warren Buffett's right-hand man, right? Berkshire Hathaway, they, they're, they're partners just like you and me, right? And they, they were just sharing some quotes from the end of last year of some of his thoughts and stuff like this. And I love it. He said, okay, so I'm going to quote him on this. It was, I thought it was so funny. And maybe I'm the only one that's going to laugh because this is what you and I do for a living. But he said, the the general system for money management requires people. So again, people that manage money requires people to pretend that they can do something that they really can't do and to pretend that they actually like it when they really don't. Right. It's a terrible way to spend your life, but at least you'll be well paid in the end. <laughs> and I, I love that because it's like, I mean, I like to think I know what I'm doing and I think we do a good job, but I love that he talks about people who are pretending and they also pretend to like it because Oh my good hell. Nine times out of 10, it's like, I hate managing money. It is so freaking hard. It is so hard. And it is a terrible way to spend your life, but at least you make money. So there you, you go. Doing it, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Way to tell everybody, <laughs> Tyler, we don't know what we're doing. Good way job. to tell everybody the eternal secrets. Um, but yeah, you, you bring up a good point. It's like people get excited and they, they get all FOMO'd and they think they know what they're going to go after. And it's something that's hot and shiny and that's what everybody wants. And they buy it and they don't know when to buy and sell. And, they lose their shirt. So. Yeah, just go back and listen to those that whole series we did with the dot-com bubble. We did one on gold. We did one on real estate. We did one on the 2008 crisis. Like, you got to go back and look at it. This thing, this cycle of of just uh, the bandwagon investment comes and goes every so often. And, and you know, who was it that said, was it, uh, was it, um, who's the circus guy? Um Barnum and Bailey. Barnum and Bailey. He's like a, a sucker is born every ten seconds. Was it him that said that? Yeah, it is him, isn't it? I I I think it was. Yeah, it's something. You somebody. Mean, uh, you mean Hugh 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 Jackman? Yes. You know, yes. it's it's just one of those things. It's just like we're so ready to jump on bandwagons for stuff, and it's kind of like no wonder we got these divisions in the country. It's just we're easy to be. It's easy to manipulate people. Let's put it that way. One way or the other, I'm not taking a side on any kind of issue. If you want to manipulate somebody, 
all you got to do is tap into their greed or their fear and you got them right so well and 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 that comes back to and maybe that's our our overarching uh pearl of wisdom from 2021 is look just stick to a simple system there's a lot of thoughts out there with some some basic trading systems and it doesn't have to be flashy or sexy it's just like right and and, and if you stick to that nine times out of ten it's gonna win out right yeah that's why don't I, be don't be the sucker don't be the sucker that's born every 10 seconds i uh, i wrote that in our newsletter for the month conventional like wisdom it. is not dead it is not dead at all right and we still did really well on the year I'm, i was happy where we ended up um now here's an interesting thing though that that really like what what really kind of threw me last year what was so difficult it wasn't man and this is inflation right this is i want to talk about inflation for just a couple quick minutes this is what was so hard about managing a portfolio last year. It wasn't the equity side. The equity side, yeah, there were two or three times in the year where it was like we were in a 3 or 4% drawdown. It wasn't fun. Clients are emailing and calling, yada, yada, yada. It, the harder thing in the portfolio was managing the, the more conservative or bond side of the market, right? It was the worst. And, and, and in fact, the, we didn't talk about that, but you know, the ag, right, the, average, the aggregate bond index was down um, you know, about three and a half percent last year, right? Bonds lost money last year for the most part. Why? Because everybody's freaked out about inflation. We know rates are going to go up. And so it's, it's hurting, it's hurting the returns on bonds, right? Which are now you're not seeing a 10, 20% swing, right? But nonetheless, you're seeing those losses. And, and, and here's the problem is people kept hearing, oh, the market did 20%, 25%. And they're like, oh, that's what I should have my portfolio. I look at the portfolio and they're like, wait, I'm, I'm only doing like, 10, 15, 16, 17%. It's like, but yeah, like you got to realize if you're, if you're hedging part of your portfolio, right? You used, most people used more conservative pieces. And if you used any element of conservative pieces in your portfolio and you start to weight that, you start to say, okay, well, I've got 30 or 40% in something conservative, like a bond portfolio, right? Like corporate bonds, government bonds, whatever you, whatever have you, like, you then then it it really had a it did a number because think about that i mean if bonds had done five or six percent seven percent right that would have kicked your average higher up to more like yeah you would have been 20 21 percent and and you would have been you would have been really close to the market but because you had that conservative piece of the portfolio because of inflation that eroded your returns it's like people were a little bit like you know you start to see people kind of walk away from you know um conventional wisdom and, and, and I guess my thought to that would be, it's like, look, back to the same point we were just talking about. You've got to have better expectations, right? It's like, I mean, goodness gracious, if you look at the last, you know, I mean, people in my more kind of that mid-range, you know, mid to moderate aggressive range, they've averaged in the portfolios about 16 to 17% the last two years with, with a lot less risk, right? And I look at that and I think, I think, yeah, okay, has the market, you know, had some amazing swings in the last couple of years? Yeah, but it also had the pandemic sell-off. So so my point is, it's like, you manage those expectations right, and you look at that over time, it's like, man, if you average more than 10% over a given period, like, as long as you're saving, as long as you're not being crazy and you're not chasing crypto, you're not chasing meme stocks, you're not chasing that unicorn out in the investment market, you're going to be just fine in retirement, Right? And so, so that's, it was really interesting, really telling last year where 
where, you know, again, still a great year. The the inflation kind of eroded that conservative side of the market. Um, yeah, and, and and people kind of were, were really frustrated with that. So Yeah, anyways. it's tough. It's tough because if you were in a conservative position, you know, and anytime inflation starts to really come in, it is tough to stay ahead of inflation without taking on risk in the equity markets. It's hard. So, you know, you really got to assess some of that. And, you know, and if, if we do see inflation start to cool off, we're still going to see some interest rate risks that are going to infect uh, affect those markets still. So, you know, that's the kind of thing you got to take into mind, take in, take into mind when you're starting to think about, well, I want to be less, take on less risk. I got to be more conservative. Got to assess that because that's going to be a part of this for the next year and some. Yeah, I'm glad I'm. You bring up a really good point, right? And 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 that's as we kind of start to even look into 2022. It's like, you know, how do you account for that? Because because we know that bond side of the market is going to continue to get beat up because we know interest rates are going to go up, right? That's talking about it. In fact, even today, right, as we're recording this, at the end of this day, the market's kind of got beat up a little bit because some of the Fed notes were released from last December. And so the the idea is is we really like. I don't want to say you have to get creative, but like this is where the fixed annuity comes into play. Things that are going to still generate that foundation where it's going to give you that return no matter what, right? Those kinds of things, I guess what I'm getting at is is because that conservative side of the market is going to be so volatile even coming into 2022, I, I just think that the, the need for, you know, really understanding what you're doing in your portfolio, what we do, portfolio management, I just think it's going to be more important than ever because you can't just really set it and forget it because we know the bond side of the market is just going to get beat up, right? You got to have a better strategy in place to you know to really kind of weather that that conservative side of the market. So yep, and that's the kind of thing you got to really bring up with the person that's working with you. Talk to them about that and say, look, I understand the conservative side of it's going to be pretty tough. So what do we do to hedge against that? That's kind of what you're looking for in this year. Ab- absolutely, absolutely. So so it was a crazy year. Still made some money. Glad we made money. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in 2022. So That's right. We're going to have fun for this year, too. Party. I mean, I plan on it. I don't know if you will, but I will. I, I mean, once you're back in the saddle and you can, you know, run around and, and cause trouble, I think you'll I think you'll have fun this year. So Yeah. I'm oh, hey. having fun. Let's do the contest. This is going to be oh, the yeah. first big update for the contest we started, the ETF one. Let's hurry and do Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So just a quick note, the one of the positions that were picked is down since, because remember, it's it's the opening uh, December one? 15th. There's a position that's Which down a, about, um, it is the, um, the V... CLO, VCLO. It, it's a cybersecurity disruption <laughs> ETF. Ooh. It's kind of like a cloud and cybersecurity ETF. It's down about, it's down to over 15%. It's down. So oh. it's, 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 getting its, it's getting its butt kicked. Do we so. have some portfolios that are positive? Well, that, that, that's just money. one position. That's just one position. But I know. Yeah. Okay. So, so overall portfolios... Penniless Bull is the winner. He's up Who? Uh, about Penniless Bull. Okay. Penniless Bull. He's up yeah. he is up four and a quarter percent in that Ooh. in that time frame. Right? What's so we're the, talking about, about, three, uh, about three week? What's the market done in that time frame? Uh, here I'll pull, hold on. Let me give me one second. I'll pull it up and I'll tell you exactly what I don't what's see up. that. 
Yeah, let's see. Okay, so the actual market itself um, in that time frame is flat. There you go. It's about Penniless it's about so Bennyless Bulls. He's about four times up on the market. So good work. The uh, th the biggest loser is Dtar. 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 Uh -huh. He's down. He's down about nine percent. Oh my goodness. He's down about nine hey, percent. There's a. I so. can feel there's going to be a comeback there. There's going to be a comeback there. I, there's ten excited, days left. What's? There's I'm a fifth. We got see. ten days. I'm excited to see. Uh, yep. Anyways, so so that's where we're at uh, with our people. You know, everybody that's Ooh. in there, it's been good. Okay, so, so yeah. who who how how far back is second third place? Who's second third? Um, I'd have to, I, I'd have to we'll 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 share that one next week as we come into the final week. Um, Penniless Bulls up about two about two percent above everybody else because there's a big group of people that there's a big group of people in that kind of one to two one and a half to two percent range for return oh so. but but they're up above the market yeah. though way to yeah. go everybody yeah yeah in fact most people have, have done decent in the port there's not too many people that have had big losses but uh but yeah, detar I mean, look buddy look detar hey don't hang your head you've still got time uh yep i agree. still got time I agree. He, yeah and i'll tell you hey you may be the biggest loser there's a prize with that too. That's right. We are gonna get a prize for the biggest loser. Yeah. So we're having fun. fun. It's nice. And again, what, what like it comes it. back to what it comes back to is um is in twenty twenty two, don't ride the fad. Try and uh, you know, try and be smart about about making sure you've got a good diversified portfolio and and uh, you know don't don't buy into all the uh, all the crazy hype of whatever's the the flavor of the month, right? And, yeah, yeah. And be careful with what you're doing on that bond conservative side of your portfolio. That's the key takeaway. So yeah, that's cool. I'm excited to see who's gonna win this. I, I am too. I am too. Okay, next week I want I want you to put together first, second, third. Let's see where they're at because that's gonna okay. be the end next week when we I, meet. It's gonna be kind of the last one before, so we want to see who did it. I who like it. That? We we can okay. do it. You got it, buddy. All right, man. Hey, man. Uh, appreciate your recap. A lot of good insight. Way to go. That was fun. That was fun. Appreciate it, man. And uh, you just keep getting better. Keep healing up. I, All right. I will. I'm going to okay. go ice my knee right now. Okay, buddy. <laughs> All right. See ya. Okay. See you, Ryan. It's a dead man's party. Who could ask for more? Everybody's come and leave your body at the door. Leave your body and soul. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ty and Rye, the Finance Guys podcast today. If you like what you heard, go ahead and hit subscribe. That way you won't miss any future episodes. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Ty and Rye podcast. Also, check us out at myprosperteam.com. Thanks. We will see you next week.